You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This, I'm going to click the go live. Let me know when you're ready. And I think it's all good. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Trash Pandas. I do believe we are on episode like... I don't know, probably like 17 or 18, but we're getting there. We're getting up there in the numbers. Um, we're so excited to have you guys back, and we're back on to our normal uh, 90-day fiancé um, happily ever after. Oh, wait, did you get any feedback about the the last couple episodes? Just out of curiosity. What do you mean about the last couple episodes? Just about the Epstein stuff. Epstein. Oh, um, I haven't actually heard anything from anybody in particular. I have heard that like a couple of my friends were listening to it, but they haven't like said much about like what we said yeah nothing really but um you know i also have friends that are like listening now and they're like trying to catch up so they might not have gotten to that yet but they're aware of it and they are ready for it my teacher was like i'm all about it so okay yeah i was like you should listen um Um, anyway so let's go back into like our normal route and what have you been watching Lindsay? Okay, well, this isn't necessarily watching, but listening to. Um, I've been listening to this podcast called Spooked. I love it. And it is um, part of Snap Judgment, which is um, NPR. And uh, it is about people's paranormal um, experiences. And so each episode focuses on a new person and a different experience. And um, first of all, just it's awesome to start listening to in October. Obviously, we're we're gearing up towards Halloween. But um, I don't know if you believe in that kind of stuff. But I do. It is chilling to hear some of their stories and how much. they believe and they fully think that these things happen to them. Yes. And here's the thing is, like, they aren't paid to tell their stories. They're not getting any kind of contract deal out of this. If anything, they're putting themselves out there and being vulnerable and being like, this crazy thing happened to me. Um, And it is so so good like some of the stories that i've heard i i I will listen while i'm like doing my dishes in my kitchen and like all of a sudden i'll stop and be like holy shit like i I just had like i yeah i need to like look around my house like what the hell and i'll just get like this chill like running up and down my spine like I don't know. These people just tell their stories with such conviction that I'm like, oh yeah, they believe one hundred percent, one thousand percent that this actually happened. And I don't know. I'm a skeptic to my core. I am pretty much atheist. My my mic's off. Um, I was going to say really because I've I've heard about your dating life. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Shut up, Dave. No, I am like I'm a skeptic and I am like pretty much identify as like an atheist for the most part. But like there's something about like energy being left in a place 
And there's something really weird about that. Like, you know, I mean, if you are an atheist and you believe in science, there is the, you know, you cannot create nor destroy energy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think there is energy left in a place. And sure. um, I don't know. I think that there is there's something to it. And if you're interested, check it out. It's called Spooked. And there are a few episodes that really got to me. Yeah. Really I, got to I me. I started listening to it after you had posted a, um, a link to one of the episodes. And I started listening to it. And I was like, I really liked it. It was really yeah. cool. But I think I ended up saying to you online, like, I just don't like the narrator's, like, voice. And that's so funny because I live Everyone loves his. it. And I just, like, for some reason, I don't like it. But the stories it. themselves are really good. And I like that they bring the people. So, and that can be the kiss of death with a podcast. Right. Like, I, like, I tell everybody when they start a show with us. Hey, when you hop on, you're going to get a couple hundred people that'll mm-hmm. say, oh, a new show on the network. Yep, I'll give it a listen. Whether or not they stay, eh, right. they might not like you. They might not like the topic. They might not like right. your voice. They might not like whatever. And like that's a that's a big thing. And um, it's interesting. He, um, he the the host is um, his last name's Washington. I forget his first name, but he's an African American from. Michigan, and he has a lot of ties to rural parts of Michigan. So a lot oh, of okay, that's, that's a nice lot. To know. A lot of his stories center on just like weird stuff happening in rural Michigan, and that just like hooks me in because that's so me. Like I'm like I get that. Like mm-hmm. I am from Mich. I I go up north all the time, and I understand the kind of like weird vibes that sometimes you feel out in these rural areas. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I love it. Um, like I said, they're not getting paid for their story. They're not getting a, a spinoff show for any of this bullshit. They're just being vulnerable <laughs> and they're saying like, I had this really crazy ghost experience and it's Awesome. I freaking love it. I have one, and I will tell you over drink sometime because it is like no matter how many times I try to condense it, it's at least a 20 minute story. Oh my God. I can't um, wait to hear it. But yeah, it is, it is hands that. down one of the freakiest moments of my life um, to the point where like I've had to pull old high school friends into chats where people that I've told this story to like call bullshit. And I'm like, all right, boop, Eric. You know, oh. come on, guys, come on oh, in. There were like other people involved. Oh yeah, oh, my God. I can't that, wait I to hear that. it because I, I love that kind same, of stuff. Like same. I just, I well, obviously there's something comforting in knowing that there's something after after death. And but, um, is that, but isn't it also kind of depressing a little bit? Like, it is depressing. That, like you're trapped here. Like really? Like well, that's... <laughs> and and here's a theme that I've actually noticed with Spooked is that. Most of the stories, um, the ghosts are there because there's some kind of unresolved issue. Right. And right. like there's something that they need some kind of closure on. And so a lot of these stories like revolve around like, okay, this is how we gave this spirit closure. And then since then we haven't heard anything. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely depressing. And we're getting into that season now where it's like, you know, you want to watch scary movies and and you want to watch, And I am, I love Halloween. I love all the scariness and all of of that that's going on. So I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I love, I, I, 
can't wait to hear your story. I know, Dave. me too. I like literally. <laughs> I'm like, I'm why like can't we hear? It I was right like, now? <laughs> I was not planning to go to Temple Bar after, but I <laughs> now I need to hear to this story <laughs> because I am obsessed with hearing these kinds of stories. So the other thing that um. I actually I messaged Dave and Lauren about American Murder, yeah, which is on Netflix. It's a um, a documentary on Netflix, and it is it, it it centers around the Shanann Watts murder, and this happened in 2018, so it's very new and um something. It's one of the coolest crime documentaries I've ever seen because it's all firsthand footage. It is yeah, all no from a primary reenactments. There's no people telling the story for no. them. And it's so literally... like when the story begins, like it's her best friend calling the cops, cops showing up the place at, at her house and there's body cams on the police officers and you're watching the first hours of this investigation unfold. Which I think real We time. already decided that next week is going to be I our, think we should I do think we that. are too. So I we won't we, we won't delve it. into it too much today because I think next week we're gonna be on our documentary portion. We're gonna talk about it's that so particular good. so please um, please watch yeah, it. Go watch it because it's, <laughs> it's so, so good. good. And it's 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 only one it's only one it's a movie it's, yeah it's a documentary it's, it's not, not a docuseries yeah it's not a docuseries it's a documentary and then the other the other one that I watched that I actually also messaged Dave and Lauren about was The Vow on HBO which is about um, the Nexium sex cult um, that is a docuseries and it is all about um it's so wild. It's affluent white women getting sucked into this cult, this sex cult. We'll probably also do that. And but the yes. guy that is running the cult is just like, really? Like, he's not, he doesn't seem to be so charming and over the top. And like, you know, there's sometimes when you see a cult and you're like, Okay, the leader has these qualities. Right. And he's charming convincing and, and charming. He's convincing. Yes. And when I'm watching this guy. So, so, like me taking a look at the Republican Party right now. I'm like, <laughs> that, like, really? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So, but that's, that's how I feel what, about like, Scientology too, though. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, God, dude. Scientology. Dude. I know we it's should so do bad. that. I still, yeah. love, I still love the South Park episodes about Scientology <laughs> and the Some Mormons. of my favorite episodes, especially since, uh, like, from a very long time ago, I, like, memorized all of the Trapped in the Closet by R. <laughs> Kelly. Oh, yeah. I memorized all of it. And so when they did that episode, they did, like, a parody of Trapped in the Closet, and I memorized all of that, oh, yeah. too. <laughs> did you and guys. Then I pull out my gun. Did you guys. I see the new South pandemic Park, special? the pandemic special. Um, I haven't watched absolutely. it yet. I recorded it. I haven't watched it, it is, yet. They do such a great job, both of skewering society <laughs> and themselves, God, yes. which is the best part. Like, so not yes. not to ruin it, but like, so like the very like because the very opening, like yeah. one of the very first things that happens. Yeah, and I think this was even in the commercials. Um, was you know, Randy decides he's going to run mm-hmm, a pandemic mm-hmm. special on weed from Tennessee yeah. Farms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and his wife is like, really a yeah. special. <laughs> That's what you think the world needs right now with everything going on is a special from you. 
And it's like, you can just tell, like, it's it's them making fun of themselves. Dude, and, it's so and good. Randy is just the best. He's like the best Randy character. Randy is the best character. <laughs> I went to a, a, a convention one time, and there was a guy dressed up as Randy with the giant balls. <laughs> like... <laughs> The hopalong. Yeah, the hopalong. I was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. What's the fastest cancer I can oh get? My, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, The Vow on HBO, it, it's been super interesting. And it also kind of tracks like, because you always have that question about a call. How did you fucking get sucked into this right. level? How did this all happen? How did you and, not see it coming? And they trace it back and they're like, this is what, this was the pivotal moment. This is what happened. And so. Oh, and that's, and that's yeah, that's absolutely, the, that's the fascinating yeah. part to me. Because like, I, I, I truly, one of my foundational beliefs. Yeah. Is nobody wants to be that guy. No. Nobody, nobody does. Right. So, all right. But then part of the game is, all right. How did you get there? Because if I can figure out how you got there, then either I know how to deal with you appropriately or maybe I can talk you off the ledge. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, like, it goes back to that thing in psychology where they're like, some people are more apt to hypnosis where others aren't. And it's like, well, why are some people more apt to hypnosis? Like, what is it in your brain that makes you. I, I just feel like there must be something more. Well, but I mean, that's. I mean, that's all across. I mean, that, that's. There's a huge spectrum there. I mean, yeah. like, why are why are some people natural subs? You know, why right. are some people more naturally dominant? Why you know right. why are people you know in love with the idea of being in love versus right. being in a relationship? Right. Why are I mean, so right. like, I mean, it's, it, 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 no? I mean, absolutely. And that's the thing, like, there's like all the brain, those questions. Yeah, the right. brain is something we know so, so little, little about. about. Yeah. I know. I'm teaching. Um, I'm teaching psychology this year, so I'm like super. I, I've delved deep into all of this. So, um, anyways. Vow, the vow on HBO, super interesting. Check it out. All right, Lauren. Perfect. All right. So let's just go ahead and go right into it. We're going to go over the last episode of 90 Day Happily Ever After and the tell all, which of course is annoying as fuck. So um, the first couple that we get to on the um, last episode before the tell all is Larissa and Ericky. And Larissa just gets out of her surgery, and Eric is taking care of her. And um, it's just, like, really interesting to me because he's like, I feel like I'm training to be a father. And this is, like, just after she has her breast implants and nose job. She's had, like, just came home from She's had major surgery. Three and a half hours of surgery. And he's just kind of like, oh, I'm training to be a father. And he's like, I haven't even thought about sex. Like duh, <laughs> it's she literally it's twelve hours yeah. out, dude. <laughs> you just got out of surgery. Of course, you're not thinking about having sex. And then the other thing that I thought was really interesting is that I he mean, said, there, there are people. I, I mean, sure, sure, there are people. But I'm just like, uh, this girl is literally like basically unconscious still. She can't even feed herself. <laughs> she's barely eating this like tapioca she, pudding. Like, <laughs> there are guys that build their entire lives around roofing people. So. That's right. True. We just you're covered Epstein, right. so. Right. Why are yeah. we shocked? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like nothing should be shocking anymore at all. So she goes to like her 24-hour checkup and it's funny because he's like, we're going to take a slow ride. And I notice that like every car is passing them by like a long <laughs> shot. They're just like <laughs> just swerving around him. And he goes, um, she's not recovering as fast as I thought she would. 
at the 24-hour checkup. I'm like, this girl has literally, like, just been cut into her body. She's had foreign objects, like, placed into her chest. Have you watched a rhinoplasty before? For real. They chisel your nose bone off. Like, it is gruesome. It is, it so is the most gruesome surgery I've ever seen. Oh, I've, I, I got upset. Like, I went down the rabbit hole of, like, Discovery Channel surgeries, and my favorite one was when they were dealing with a brain tumor. Oh, oh cracking no. the skull. Oh, no, this, oh no. no. No, I'm sorry. This, this is amazing. Like, so they like literally had the top of someone's head off. Oh, they yeah. The top of their skull off. Oh, yeah. And they're conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so they were mm-hmm. like, okay, so this is what the brain tumor actually does. And they were like, and they would like, and the doctors, and I can't believe somebody actually agreed to do this, but they're actually sitting there in the surgery room, and the guy would like show the patient. Again, who's awake with the top of their head off oh flashcards and they were like oh yeah that's a red square that's a blue circle yeah. that's a yellow triangle and then they had this sterilized metal rod and they would push on the tumor oh, and no. they were like and they would keep going they're like okay red square blue triangle yeah that no. is crazy. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, that's the thing is I've always been like, I think I want to get breast implants sometime in my life. I want a, BB, a BBL and, you know, like I want to get my nose done. I'm sorry, a, a BBL? Brazilian, Brazilian butt lift. Brazilian oh. butt lift. I want the internal corset <laughs> and I want all the stuff. And I am so much of a pussy. I will never actually do it. I will tell you, I had to get my gallbladder out and it was like I had to. I could not like live anymore like that and it's it's a freaky thing like all of a sudden so was it laparoscopic or was yeah, it yeah it was so laparoscopic a little bit easier yeah a little bit easier but just going under yeah is such a creepy thing oh my, so it's so creepy I feel so bad I feel like I'm sidetracking you guys so much tonight no but it's so, fine so I had all four of my wisdom teeth yanked at the same time mm-hmm. Um, I have to do that. And if you remember, it was the, and this is the day of the uh, the big shooting at the Ford Wixom plant. Oh. And I had been there, like, the week earlier. Yeah. Uh, so this was probably, God, I'm going to go 97. Oh, yeah, no, I uh, Yeah, that. so, but, so I was, uh, I'd, I'd been there because I was working for an EDI software company. I and, like, I did, an in, I did an install and, tra- <laughs> you were what? I was 10, 10 years, years old. old. God, I so you. was I. So, no, I don't remember that. I wasn't up on my news. We, I might have been nine, actually. We, we actually just had this conversation last night at Whiskey after the show that it's, if she can call you daddy and it's technically possible, it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, I get all four wisdom teeth yanked, and uh, my wife at the time decides it's a perfect idea to leave me at home all hopped up on all these drugs. Oh, no. Um, and I've got a mouthful of cotton. <laughs> so I'm sitting there watching the sh- uh, So I'm sitting there, like, watching the news, and yeah. I lo- God bless my boss at the time who saved the voicemail <laughs> because I'm watching the news and I'm seeing this shooting at a plant that I was just at yeah. the week before. And I apparently leave her this voicemail for 10 minutes. <laughs> that's a mouthful no, of cotton. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, more Daffy Duck. I'm like, there's a shooting and the wicking the front plant. There's a bang, bang, and the shooting and the shooting, 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 and the present first wicking. Like, you're the one alerting oh, them all. Like 10 minutes. Like, and so, like, I, I go back to work like two days later. Yeah. And she was like, Dude, and, and, and as she's looking at me, like she's desperately trying to hold back laughter, and like a tear starts coming. And she's like, "You have to come into my office," and I'm like, 
oh my god, what? And she was like, no, no, no. She's like, I know you don't remember this, but come on. And, she, and she's like, I've saved this just for you. And plays, and I'm like, I'm so, like, I'm so mortified. mortified. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm like so much of a pussy. I'll never I've never had any kind of surgeries or anything in my life. So. I will just say like when I was getting my gallbladder out, my mom was there with me and um they were like, Okay, say goodbye to your mom and all of a sudden I was like, Goodbye, mom And they were like, <laughs> Load her up with anesthesia and I was like two seconds later I was like, I don't know where I am and then they get me into the surgical room and they're like, Okay, count back from five and I'm like Five, four, out, oh, really? so and I didn't even, I didn't even remember. They told you a hundred. Oh yeah, and apparently, oh, and apparently oh, I made man. it to a hundred nine. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was five four, yeah. and I was done. And then the next thing I know, I'm being woken up, and my mom was like, "I was really hoping you were gonna say some crazy shit." And <laughs> I didn't. I oh, was just I like, did. I didn't. My I was like, ben, "Thank God." My friend Ben had like, <laughs> a, like um, surgery on his shoulder, and I guess when he was like going in, like they were rolling him back, and he was like, "Set the controls for the moon." <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I was yes. like, that's amazing. Yes, dude. yes. I hope that the, you did set the controls yes, for the friend. moon. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, we so got back to Larissa. <laughs> wow, that was yeah, the right track. This, this is the good touch and the bad touch of you being my last show of the evening. <laughs> <Yeah. This is> <laughs> the- <laughs> at least we have unlimited time. We've lost all <laughs> listeners at this point, but we're having fun, so that's okay. Um, so yeah, okay. So she ends up going in for the um, consultation or whatever for 24 hours after, and I was just like, you know, after that, it was basically you get to see her. Um, healed up and mm. she looks really good. Oh yeah, she looks she wonderful. does. She looks really good. like there's yeah, no, like she looks great. I don't yeah. Yeah. We'll talk more about that later though, because in the reunion some people say some nasty stuff about That's her. That's true. So let's talk about Libby Libby and Un- Andre. Andre. So it was their wedding and um did we already cover their ceremony part? I don't think that we covered the ceremony. Um, okay, so the ceremony was a traditional Moldovan ceremony where Libby was dressed in traditional Moldovan wedding garb for a woman, which looks way different than what we see in America. But I thought she looked beautiful. She I did. loved it. I mean, it was very, very, very different. And like her sister, like made some comments about it and was an asshole about it because her sister's an asshole. But her entire family is. But yeah, but I thought she looked gorgeous. The ceremony was. It was fine. It was perfect. So then they go on to the reception and Libby's dress and hair and makeup. We both were talking about how beautiful she looked. And her dress was amazing. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. So gorgeous. I was like, that's a, I, I would wear that dress and, for sure. Okay, so a Moldovan wedding. I want to go to one. So anyone who's Moldovan, please invite yeah, me. Yeah, invite us. Because it was the coolest I'll be her shit one. ever. So they have like these live entertainers out there that are doing like these beautiful like ballroom dances and these huge things and this live band. And it's a huge entertain. It's a huge spectacle. Have you never been to an Italian wedding? Mm, no, I, I haven't. Not a traditional. Like a oh. Well, I have been to a <laughs> No, tra- I haven't. I was I went to a traditional one, but I was also like 12 or something. Oh, so I yeah. wasn't able to like partake in the fun. Yeah, no, I wasn't part yeah, of see, it. Yeah, all the all the all the real families in Jersey and that's yeah, that's yeah. 
right. Yours, <sighs> man, Dave. Jeez, yeah, I so wish many I facets to Dave. So many facets that we don't know For about. Real. It's like there, my geekness is like an onion. <laughs> there are many layers, <laughs> and one will probably make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, very true. So, anyways, this Moldovan wedding is gorgeous. I mean, it, it was it was absolutely wonderful, and her family was impressed. They were like, oh, my God, how cool was that, how they came in? And they seemed, like, really impressed at the beginning. So then it comes to um, their family giving speeches. And her dad, Chuck, stands up and is like, I'm an American, but you made me feel very welcome. Like, I was from Moldova. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, guy. Yeah, like, Beautiful words, Chuck. Shut the up. So then Charlie, her brother, drunkenly takes over the mic. And he is three sheets to the wind, like obviously wasted. Like can't oh, yeah. even can't string. stand up right. No, can't string together words. I mean, he is so wasted. And he takes over the mic and he's like, well, I just want you to know you can't come to America and expect our dad to pay for shit. Yeah, try and live off our family. Yeah, you can't come here and live off of our family and all this stuff. He's so wasted. And he's saying this and there's literally probably a hundred other people all quiet and listening and thank God a lot of them don't speak English. And then all of a sudden Libby is like Woo! Yeah! (laughs) Okay! Bye! Like, bye, dude. You're done. Thanks so much. And the whole time he's like giving the speech, Andre's like, somebody take the mic from him. Get the mic from him. Somebody take the mic from him. So it was just a total shit show. So we definitely were left thinking that Andre was going to kick his ass. But what ended up happening is that they went out. What happened was. What what happened was. They went outside. And he has this conversation. Andre has a conversation with Charlie, and he's like, we're not doing this here. Like, I promised my wife we were not going to make a scene. We're not making a scene. Like, One thing he said that I really liked was he said, um, we're going to cease fire for tonight, and we're going to be friends tonight. Yeah. Like, we're going to— He's, like, putting his arm around stuff and trying to be, like, reasonable. And I'm telling you right now, I don't think I would have had that kind of calm— cool collected manner that Andre had because I would want to kick his ass. Absolutely. Like for making it. uh, As his sister I would have been like get out. Yes. You need to go back to the hotel or wherever the fuck you're staying. Like you've got to go. Right. You got to go dude. So anyways so that kind of diffuses and then and then Andre talks to Libby and Libby's like what did you do? What did you do? And I'm like, how are you even blaming Andre right now for she any even know shit what at happened. all? And like, she immediately goes to what Andre did, you say? did something. What did you say what did, why him? is my brother pissed off? Why is your brother pissed off? Your brother was a fucking jerk at your wedding. He's wasted. And he's he wasted even and he's a jerk at your wedding. Sentences. So anyway, so Andre ends up pulling Chuck, the dad aside, and basically saying like. I respect you because you live for your kids, you live for your family, and I respect that. I live for my daughter, you live for your daughter, and can you just, like, squash this with your son? Like, can you just make your son, like, behave for the night, basically? 
And um, he's like, well, I'm trying. Well, I'm trying. I'm like, you're not trying hard enough because if you were, you would have snatched that mic away from him right. and been like, you're an it asshole. It should have never even been an issue. No, it shouldn't have. The other thing that um, the dad finally apologizes to Andre and Andre just asks um, like you said, for him to handle his son. Yeah. But eventually they kind of like come to like an agreement where it's like, I respect you, you respect yeah. me. Like, let's, from yeah, here on out. Yeah, we both want the best things for our daughters. Right. And like, and, let's come to an agreement right. that we're, from here on out, we're going to um, mm. have a different relationship with each other. And apparently they're all good. Yeah. Like, from there, that's what we saw. So then, um, what happens I after also, that? I oh, also, so Libby goes back out and she again confronts Andre. And Andre's like, listen, I buried the hatchet with her dad. Like, I'm trying my best here. And then Libby was like, I love you. Like, Libby, have a backbone for five seconds, please. Right. She never, like, goes after Andre or her, like, She did unless, at first. I know, but I'm saying, like, they, it's never, like... At the appropriate time. It's right. like to, uh, it's like in front of her parents. Right, right. Or like when they're like alone, I exactly. feel like she doesn't really give him like as much of a hard time as when they're like. And that's what we've talked about is like she's everything. always like on whose ever side she's talking to at that moment. Like she never has a backbone. The other thing that I thought was like really crazy about that entire uh, wedding situation with Charlie was that he was like. Are you trying to fight me in Moldova? And Andre is just like, no, dude. And then, like, later on, her dad is just like, hey, like, tonight, don't do that. Don't do that tonight. You can, like, yes, we have problems, but tonight we're going to put it aside. And then, like, do I have your word that you're going to do that? And Charlie's just like, we'll see. Yeah. Like, dude, you're such a a good answer. You're just a dude. And Chuck, like, if that's his answer, then sit down with your son and be like, okay, then don't come. Right. Then don't come. Yeah, don't if be. you're going to be. Why a, did you come to begin with right. if you were just going to be a If douche. you were just going to come to start problems, like, go home. What is your, what is your MO? And, and he says something that you and I have been saying this entire time. They're already married. Right. They're already right. married. And then he says it. They're already married. So why are you paying for this stuff to his dad? And it's like, why are you so concerned about what your dad is paying for? Right, right. He either has the money to do it or he doesn't. Right. If he wants to do that for his daughter, he has the right to do that. Right. You don't get a say in what right. your dad is paying for. He's not doing this for Andre. He's doing it for Libby. Right. So deal with it. Right. Like, he's doing it for your sister, not for the guy she's marrying. Whatever. Deal with it, dude. I don't know. They're the worst. I hate them. So next one, Azuelu and Kalani. So they go to say um, goodbye to Azuelu's mom and sisters, and um, uh, when they show up, they realize that Tammy had already left, so there's no saying goodbye to Tammy. She's a bitch. And then this was really funny. We can cover them super shortly, but um, it was funny because Azuelu's mom was like, I need money before I leave. (laughs) <laughs> and and they like as Waylu like, and Kalani other. just like look at each other and exchange glances and she's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't need money. And as Waylu's like, you give me heart attack. 
<laughs> well, his mom obviously like she recognizes that she did something wrong, yeah. and I think that's really cool that she kind of just goes, she made like, a I joke see, about right, it. I yeah, see, I see where you guys are coming from. I get where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah, you know, and and that's like a really big thing. My yeah. my favorite part of that entire segment was as the mom is like leaving to go back to the airport she like turns around and she's like cl- closing her hotel door and she's like bye room thanks for everything <laughs> and I'm like okay she has to say goodbye to the fucking bedroom she's That's so stayed. cute though and because so I cute. I was yes. like wondering I was like is that like some Samoan <laughs> I like wonder. culture thing like thank you for letting me stay here right whatever and I was like oh yeah. that's so adorable that like I thought that. that was really cute but and I also love that she made a joke out of it mm-hmm. and like made Azway Lu shit his pants I thought that was hilarious <laughs> um, so good for them um, next couple Tanya and Sinjin um, I feel like mostly what we see in this episode is that Sinjin is having I, I, is Tanya there too? Yeah. Tanya's there too um, the two of them are sitting there having a conversation with Sinjin and his parents mm-hmm. and um, I think his sister as well yeah and they're kind of just saying, like, generally, like, you guys have some issues. Yeah, and you either, need to figure it out. Either you guys work through it or you yeah. don't and you, like, part ways. Yeah, and so just to, like, backtrack a little bit, they're saying goodbye to his family because they're leaving South right. Africa to go back to the States. And um, it's very obvious that Sinjin's having second thoughts about the marriage and second thoughts about even going back to America. Like, he's clearly like, I miss South Africa. I miss my friends. I miss my family. Like, you can tell, like, he doesn't really want to leave. I think it was, like, his first time seeing them since Yeah, got in married, a long right? time. Yeah. And um, his mom, I love the advice that his mom gave him. She said... You need. She basically was saying, like, you need to figure things out with Tanya because you're wasting your time, you're wasting her time, and you're wasting your journey. And I was like, damn, like, that's so true. Like, yeah. you're wasting your journey. And like, considering that Tanya is so, like, you know, spiritual, too, and everything, yeah. it's like, sh- I felt like she should have understood that. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That the two of them have separate journeys. And yeah. their journey is together or it's separate, but right. they need to, like, come to a conclusion and stop wasting time. Right. And decide, like, okay, this is just not for us. Because, I mean... At the end of the day, like Tanya wants children, she wants the stability. Sinjin's wants, not on board with that, and she wants children specifically in America. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. has made it pretty clear mm-hmm. that she does not plan yep. on raising children yep. in South Africa. Yeah, so I mean, it's just so crazy because I feel like last season I was so pro Sinjin, and like. I always thought Tanya was the crazy one. And then after seeing this season, I'm not saying that I agree necessarily fully agree with Tanya, but I understand her want for stability and family. But I it's just, a lot clearer what and, her intentions But I just were. keep looking at her and I'm like, you knew the man you were marrying. But then I can look at Sinjin and say the same thing. You knew the woman you were marrying. So it's like, it's just such a toss-up where it's like, I'm not even necessarily on any one side. All I know is that you two seem not to... They're not on the same page. Right. You're not together. You're not together at all. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out in the reunion because... (laughs) 
Okay, sorry. We just watched Dave like Dude, Dave <laughs> stumble just a little died. bit, but it's all right. We got it. Okay. <laughs> also, the music from the outside. We're at um, Detroit Shipping Company right now, and there is a jam, a, a band jamming downstairs, and they sound fucking awesome. There's a female. They really do. Actually. There's a female lead singer with a guitar, and I have a major girl crush right now. <laughs> okay, so let's go on to Colts. Colts. Okay, so Colt's exercising and he orders vegan mac and cheese because he because <laughs> he is trying to lose some weight. Um, okay, let me just explain something. Eating vegan doesn't necessarily no. Mean... That's what makes that's <laughs> why I put it in there because I thought that was hilarious. I do love vegan mac and cheese. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like just because you're eating vegan doesn't mean it's low calorie. I mean. Potatoes it's all are about vegan. It's, right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, all about calories in, calories out, right? So, anyways, um, he's eating with his mom, and um, Debbie's just kind of saying like how he seems depressed after all the shit hit the fan with Jess. And um, basically what happens is Colt tells Debbie, like, you need to stop meddling in my relationships. Yeah. Like, the best thing that could happen for me as a man would be for you to kind of like butt out and yeah he's asking for some space which yeah, i don't think and i <sighs> debbie is like i try to give you as much space as possible but it's like mm-hmm. he has been she has been very involved and in, we know from for a fact larissa and jessica yeah and their relationships and it's like she probably is somewhat right. sabotaging we know for a fact she sabotaged jess right um but you know she probably is doing a lot of like sabotage stuff Oh God! For, for anybody, sure he gets she with. is. She knew bringing up shit with Vanessa in front of Jess was going to result oh, yeah. in she Jess throwing it. shoes. She at admitted Cole. to it. Yeah. So like she <laughs> she knew it was going to result in him <laughs> her throwing shoes at. Cole. I mean seriously, like she's just she, you know, and she, you know what? At the end of the day, maybe she does have the best intentions for her son and realizes like here's a red flag. I don't want to deal with this again because I'm tired of picking up the pieces when when this all happens but then fly fly little bird like right he needs to get his own place you need to get like you guys need to separate because it's a very unhealthy codependent relationship she takes offense immediately when he says i need you to stop meddling she immediately wants to get up and is like i'm done i'm done okay angela yeah okay angela (laughs) we already have an angela right we already have we already have an angela debbie debbie but anyways so um yeah we'll see how that all unfolds so speaking of angela let's move on to angela and my my kale um, so basically it starts out with she is packing up and she's getting ready to go uh, back to America because her mom is sick. Um, she, re- she she was unresponsive. She was unresponsive. Um, and by the time that Angela gets back, her mother is responsive again. And then she eventually passes. Yeah. So we see um, Angela like she's freaking out about getting back because obviously like. She wants, yeah, she wants she to, wants to see her, her mom, mm-hmm. and um, she's her mom's number one caretaker, so she feels like nobody can do it as good as she can, and I totally understand. Totally get that. That feeling. Um, 
So we see her leaving, and um, once she gets back from the States, uh, it's like just, you know, words on the screen. It's like she was there, and then her mom lived like two more weeks, and then she passed away. Mm-hmm. And then it was watching Angela talk about how her mom had passed away. And yeah. it, it was just... It's really sad. I mean, like, regardless of who Angela is as a person, we can all agree, like, that's... Yeah, we have nothing but uh, love yeah. for her and her mom. And we for send, sure. That's, we send our condolences. That freaking sucks, dude. It's terrible. And then Angela was talking about how, like, I feel like I have to be the one to put on the strong face for my grandkids and my daughter, so I'm not even able to, like properly grieve Mm -hmm. and also my husband's not here so I don't have that physical like touch and I don't have that physical like my husband's here to help me through this. That's a really really difficult thing to go through for anybody Yeah, and especially since you can obviously tell that Angela and her mom were very close. Right. And um, you know it's just really unfortunate. It seems like their whole family was really close. Oh my god those grandkids are the fucking cutest ever by the way. There's six of them and they're all really cute. They're so cute and they they just seem to care so much about Angela and and Skyla, like mm-hmm. it's just so sweet and cute. I know, like they were all upset when they couldn't come to mm-hmm. the wedding and everything, mm-hmm. and she ended up like mm-hmm. uh, FaceTiming with them, and it was just very cute to yeah. like see the dynamic of their relationship, especially since we know that Angela is such a um, like a strong character. Well, yeah, and not only and, is she a strong character, but for the first couple seasons, she's been characterized as this like white trash biatch bully and so to see her humanized in Mm -hmm. this last season has been really like for me as a viewer amazing because I hated her yeah I did the first like three seasons and then I was like oh wait she's a human going through real shit and that sucks and it made it gave me empathy towards her like i was like oh shit like her life is hard like mm-hmm. this sucks yeah and it's and it's hard to be in her situation yeah. where she's trying to have a relationship that's over you know a different country overseas yeah. and and her mom being sick and her trying right. to like maintain the two it's it's definitely interesting to see her in that that light. It yeah. wasn't something I expected. No. And not at all. No, not at all. I used yeah. to fast forward through her scenes Same. with Michael and I was like, I'm just done. I don't need to see her giving Michael a Trump speedo. Well, like, I mean, even even just with like <laughs> And I don't need to see her abusing Michael by like putting a whole cake in his face. Right. Like I'm done. And, and even just with like stuff where it's like I'm done. I'm done. It was like every single week she was like, should we even do this? Should we even do this? Right. And it's like the storyline fizzles out right. into just Like there's every only week. so much of the questioning that I can. They they break up. They get back together. Oh, my they God. They break it's, up. They get back together. Even like, after they get married, there's one point where she's like, should we even do this? It's like, girl, like, it's like you're any, married now. Right. It's like any girlfriend that you have that's in a terrible relationship and they're off and on every single week. Every and it's day. like, you know what? I'm compassionate to a point, but then there becomes a point where I'm like, I, I just can't. can't I just can't. Just cannot. I'm just over anymore. it. I'm over it. Okay, so let's move on to the tell-all. 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 
yellow. Okay, so just in the beginning, we saw... I'm just going to, like, go over the beginning really quick. So, um, Angela and Michael... uh, So, Angela's wearing this mask the entire time. And it's, like, the mask you wear when you go out in public. Like, a COVID mask. And I'm like, why? I kept seeing previews for it. I'm like... Why the hell is she wearing a mask? Yeah, like she's inside of her own house. You're in front of Zoom. Like, what's going on? So apparently, she has like a really bad abscess tooth, and she's trying to protect any air. Yeah, it's like she has to keep it really like clean, clean and like just- until she can get it. Fix. I don't know. I think yeah, she might be having. About I it. think she's having major dental work done and just doesn't want to show her missing teeth right now. <laughs> Um, I think she does say that she's having major, major dental. Work. Yeah, but but she blames she it on just, the abscess. She, has an abscess, but she I think blames she it on the abscess. <laughs> and so and I, and then there's Cole and Larissa and they're dunking <laughs> straight. Dunkin'. Larissa and Jess are dunking on Colton Deb and Jess uh, goes. You know, thank you, Colty, because. Now I happy. Yep. And Thank you for breaking up. Now <laughs> no, I happy. I happy. And then Larissa's like, "You have no morals. You have no morals. You have no bitch. morals, bitch." <laughs> and so it's just wonderful. Like it's absolutely wonderful. I love all the commentary that they have about Debbie because Debbie like makes some snide comments. Like I'd take Larissa over you oh any day. Oh my blah, god. Blah, blah. And Jess is just like, "You look really good in red. The devil wears the red." The devil wears. <laughs> God, it's so, so good. It's so petty. So then the first major uh, person that we see is Larissa, and she's showing off her plastic surgery and her big old boobs. She looks good, and she her looks tits wonderful. Are huge. She looks great. I mean, Love whatever. It. It's what she was looking for. And then Andre makes some rude ass remarks about her looking like Michael Jackson 3.0, and Larissa claps back. <laughs> Larissa claps back and go, "You don't have a job." <laughs> And then it was like, boom, done. Period. And I was like, I was like, period. Period. Larissa, <laughs> period, girl. Like, I love you. I just love that. Okay, so um, Colt was just like, oh, I, you're, you look a lot bigger in the trust re- region. And she goes, um, you look fatter than ever. I don't even recognize you. And she goes, well, I don't recognize you because you're fatter than ever. <laughs> And Debbie's like, oh, we don't have to take this. I'm not going to play these games. No, and she also goes, you're a cuckold. No, she goes, I was going to say, she goes, he goes, I'm going to call you Larissa Larissa McGillicuddy. And she's like, I'm going to call you cult cuckold. (laughs) I'm like, for English being your second language, for you to know cuckold is amazing. I'm here for it. I'm living for it. I was so excited for it. I was like, girl, you are just dumb. Dunking on, she like must have sat there like just reading yeah. a fucking book. <laughs> yeah, like dude. I'm, she's writing down she all her reading. burns. She was holding on to them, just waiting. Dude, and here's the thing: waiting. like people will talk shit about Larissa all day. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm too. a fan. Um, can we go off off a little bit Wait. and talk about that? Hold on, I want to talk about real quick. Um, how they talk about her kids. Yeah. Okay. So Andre brings up like, why are you spending all this money on plastic surgery when you have kids in Brazil that you should be taking care of? 
and all this. And she's like, this is how I'm taking care of my kids. Right. And I get that because if she is. And I don't know if she is or if she's not, but if she is working as a sex worker or if she is working as a stripper or if she is on OnlyFans, which I'm sure she is, um, this is how she's making money and sending money back home. Right. So this is an investment in herself that is going to help her, her kids. kids are being taken care of. And who the F knows what the situation is for her and her ex-husband or her ex that she had kids with. Like, who knows? Like, it could be, like, the husband doesn't want the kids to go. Like, he's keeping them there. And mm. and women don't have as many rights in Brazil. And who is Andre to say anything? Right. Like, fuck off, Andre. Like, you don't know the whole situation. She's never explained the whole situation with her kids. You guys, like, know each other, like, because you're on the same show and sometimes you've talked and stuff. Right. But you don't know what her life and is. She's, you guys are not friends. And she's been saying, like, everything I do is for my kids. Yep. And you know what? Fuck you for... Like, trying to downgrade that or downplay that. Like, who knows what her situation is? You don't know. She also says that she's going to go on to get more plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. Including a BBL, which is a Brazilian butt lift, and um, various other ones. And she is asked by Sean if she plans on doing them in one go. And she says yes. Yeah. And everyone seems kind of, like, weirded out by that. But I'm like, if I was going to go under the knife... I'd want to do it do all it at all once. Do it all at too, once. And then sure. just recover all at once. All at once. Yeah. And she looks great. I'm oh, not yeah. going to even say anything about her. Like, I think no. that she looks great. I think she looks great, too. And, like, whatever. Like, Andre making remarks about how a woman looks like Michael Jackson. Like, screw you. <laughs> she looks nothing like it's Michael funny, Jackson. It's funny, but also not at all relevant. No, and it's she so doesn't. stupid. I hate Whatever. And it's like, God, Andre, I want to be on your side, and then you say some stupid shit like that, and I can't. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Andre and Libby. Andre and <laughs> And here we go. Um, so Andre states that they're sick of each other because of quarantine. <laughs> and... Um, they go back and they were like showing recaps of her family's reaction when they got to Moldova. And Andre's like, he's just, they were, he, Andre was like, they're just digging on my culture. Like, they're just like finding something to be like pissed off about in Moldova. Yep. And then, um, her family joins Chuck, Charlie, and Jen. And, uh, Jen doesn't think. His behavior has improved at all since M Moldova. He is aggressive. He's cold. And he doesn't care about the family. And Libby just sits there and listens to it. And then she goes on to agree with Jen that um, he's aggressive and cold. So F Libby. Mm -hmm. um, seriously, like. Well, he does say that he wants to work on himself. And that no, he does. Well, he says, like, eventually he's like, yeah, I understand. I had a part in what was happening in Moldova, but you can't blame it all on me. Yeah. And that's just completely accurate. Like, I'm not, I'm not on 
Libby's side here. Like, I'm totally on Andre's side. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Which I, I always am like, I would never be on right. Andre's side, but yeah. I'm most definitely on Andre's side yeah. as of late. Yeah. Especially since he's saying, like, he wants to work on himself. He's saying he wants to get a job. Because right. as of right now, he's still he's still a stay-at-home dad. Right. He's taking care of their daughter. Right. Um, And so the the dad, or like, they start asking about if he wants to um, like get a job or anything, and yeah. she, they mention him going into real estate, which would be working through her father. And you oh know, yeah, and and Libby says he would be great at that. And you know what? I agree with her. Well, I think he, that he would. Wait, be really this good is at that. what I wrote. Hold on, this is what I wrote for that. Hold on, wait, I gotta find it really quick because <laughs> it. it's really funny. Um. Andre says he wants to work as a partner to Chuck. Yes. Not as not an employee. As an employee, yes. So Andre needs a slice of humble pie. True. And Andre needs to realize shit's just not given to you. And you need to work up and you need to prove to Chuck that you are a will like a good partner. Right. Like he's not just gonna hand over a And half usually of his partners to yeah, you usually partners and be buy like, in right, to exactly, a business. Exactly. I mean, like you don't just go like right, I'm gonna I'm buy this. Giving it. I'm gonna buy this yeah. and then here you can have half of it. Like right. that's not how people do that. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, that's real. Dave right. is giving me the look of like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm telling you right now, he is literally saying he should just be I given, just be given half partnership of the company. To his company. Yeah. The company that her dad has owned for years. Although, although if you read some Reddits, it's not exactly. Uh... Believe me, we're going to go off on a Reddit tangent. <laughs> It's not exactly legal. Reddit is the most icely cantina. I you will love... never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. I, like, let's be clear. I fucking love Reddit. I love Reddit too. I'm not gonna lie. I love it. I love I Reddit. I don't care. I love it. So they all. So they we got the look of shame from Dave. Oh God damn it, Dave! I mean, it's, it is what it is. So wait, I want to go back because yep, go back. Um, they. Go back to this part where they're in Moldova and they're all eating breakfast at the house that they're staying in. And this was the part where Andre or I call it the pig fat debacle. Yeah. Libby's family's (laughs) like, well, you know, they eat. John's like, they eat this food because like. They're peasants. Yeah. Like this peasant is, food. This is peasant food. Like it's this because is, it's parts this of animals that America of the doesn't normally eat, but we also are a very wasteful right. and so country. Libby was not so, happy at all and they I think. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. And then like all of the ninety day couples like totally like dig on Libby's family for being rude. They're like, okay, you can have opinions, but you don't have to be rude and call them yep. peasants. Like, what the frick? So Angela stupid. even s- screams in, you treated her like shit. <laughs> I love I'm sorry, that. The, the fact that you just self-centered yourself. I know, you self-censored yourself and, and you said frick just made me laugh really, really hard. <laughs> Earlier like, she like, wait till I, I, start, I, I snarked so hard. Wait till I say, start saying fruit. Earlier she bleeped herself. Like, she I was like, it. what the... Are you talking about? And I'm like, <laughs> for real? <laughs> Apparently, we can swear all the time except for that one moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Anyways, Libby was not happy with her family for saying that Andre was a peasant. (laughs) (laughs) She's going back to the... (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. Libby fake cries over the debacle at dinner with Andre and Charlie. So when they got in that fight Mm -hmm. and Andre was like, I'm going to beat you up. And he goes outside and he's all like pissed off. And Libby's (laughs) like, like, (laughs) Libby's like, (laughs) (laughs) and you just just like, why do they have to fight like that? Fuck you, Libby. I know. And then, and then they ask, they ask her dad, like, what do you think about that scene that we just showed you? And he said it was the first time that he had ever seen that. Yeah. And then Charlie chimes in and he goes, that was immature, man. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay, Charlie. Charlie, who takes over the mic drunkenly the next night. Like, God, I um, fucking hate Charlie. So Angela says you treated her like shit. Davey says, uh, Debbie says that you guys push him and push him. And Tanya yeah. says the one thing that I think Tanya says that actually makes some fucking sense is she says you need to be able to recognize bad patterns, though, which yeah. that makes sense. So if, you know, I think what she's trying to say is that if if there is like a pattern of this type of thing happening, then you need to be able to recognize that because that is obviously it's like that's part of that person's personality. Yeah, but of course Tanya is saying that because she thinks Sinjin well, is an alcoholic. Sure. Like, but I'm just Tanya. saying it is a valid point. No, you should be Tanya, able to recognize Tanya's dumb. when somebody has bad patterns. Lindsay, God damn it. <laughs> I fucking hate Tanya. You have to be. A- okay, let's <laughs> pretend somebody else said it. Recognize bad patterns. Okay. There we go. Red All flags. Right. So red flags. There you go. Tanya's a red flag. Um, and Andre said that he was provoked. So they bring on Andre's brother, Radu. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and he thinks that Andre and Charlie both are at fault, which is, yep, they Absolutely, sure are. Absolutely, 100%. And, but he respects Andre and says that Andre didn't do anything wrong to have to leave Moldova because her family has been... Uh, constantly asking about why he had to leave. Well, yeah, and then Marcel, his best friend, was like, Charlie was provoking and digging, so Mm -hmm. what did you expect Andre to do? Right. And they both basically have Andre's back at the end of the day. Yeah, they say that they don't know the real story, but they think that there's nothing really to it. And then I wrote in all caps, who cares about why he left? Mind your beeswax. Mind your bees. Seriously, just because his family isn't all up his ass. Wicked second grade burn. I know. Ooh. (laughs) H-E double hockey sticks. Ooh, burn, you big butthead. So anyways. But like, just because his family doesn't operate in the same mode as Libby's family does, that doesn't mean he's doing something shady. Well, so Sean actually asked, like, what do you think about them not you know, telling you the exact reason because Andre yeah. keeps on saying that there is no real reason. It was just, yeah. Um, well, there is a reason, but it wasn't anything like too terrible. And her family says that it still raises more questions than they had before. But and then every single couple is like, but why? Like, yeah, get but then over also, it. but then also, he goes, Libby knows the reason why, and that's all I care about. And she didn't speak up and say, no, I don't know the reason why. So Libby knows. So right. Libby knows, so if his wife knows and she's cool with it, family, let it the fuck go. Yep. Who yep. gives if a shit? If she's cool with it, then that's all that matters. Who gives a shit? So, and then they show the um, clip of Charlie being a drunk ass at their wedding and um, 
Sean's like, Charlie, how do you feel about after you saw yourself being an asshole at their wedding? And of course, she didn't say it like that because she's not that cool. Um, And then Charlie's like, well, I'm embarrassed. And then Mm -hmm. Jen's like, Jen says it was embarrassing, but it was all true. Like, she's like, yeah, that was embarrassing, but everything he said was true. So she's just like, okay, but there's a time and a place right. to have confrontation. Absolutely. And their wedding not at is your, not Not at one. your sister's wedding. <laughs> not at your sister's wedding. And then wedding. I also wrote down that... Um, she starts to mention that Andre said, said that I'll have your dad wrapped around yep. my finger. Yep, I wrote which that down too. I think that I recall him saying something. I like don't that. recall that at all, actually. And Andre denies it, but he also says, like, if you heard anything like that, then you may have like been misinterpreting it, which I totally I think that it was misinterpreted anyway, but I, like, thought that I remembered him saying something like that, Um, but I didn't even take it that way. Libby says she hopes it's not true, and then Angela interjects and says she wishes she met Chuck before she met Michael, (laughs) and I wrote, what? Ew. Well, because he pays for everything. That's right. why she was trying well, to say no, that. Well, no, clearly. Which I was like, but okay, I'm like, that's funny. Angela also... has a problem with everything Michael mm-hmm. does regarding mm-hmm. another person. But now you're going to be like, oh, I wish I met Chuck. And she does this multiple times throughout. She's such a gross. Throughout gross. the tell-all, she She's does gross. this multiple times. Okay, anyways. Okay, so and then Sean wraps it up with saying, well, I hope you can all work it out. Which, and then move on to the next And goal. you and I, and here's the thing, is that there's another episode, so hopefully they do delve into those things, but you and I both said, like, she needs to ask the hard question. She needs to, like... She will never. She is, like, she the She never worst. has. She's the worst host She's the worst of all host. Time. She just lets them say whatever they want, and then she moves on. She's, She's like, worst. okay, we have to move on now. Believe me, I watched a 10-hour fucking yeah. episode oh the last God, season, dude. and in 10 hours, nothing was answered. Right, right, nothing. Right. You had 10 10 hours to grill these people. Right. Literally. Right. 10 fucking hours. Right. How hard is that? Ask some goddamn questions. Right. (sighs) Okay, so move on to the next one because you have the notes and I don't. Okay, so I have Aswelu and Kalani. Oh, okay. So apparently, so the last episode that left off, um, Kalani had like basically kicked Aswelu out and and sent him back to live with his mom and sister because he wasn't taking COVID seriously. Mm-hmm. And then now we see them together in the same room. So obviously he's back. She even says, I didn't expect him here either. Uh, whatever. I don't know. So, I don't. I don't um, necessarily trust whatever. that either. I'm just saying that that's what she says. Anyways. So he's back and um, they're talking about the fact that he doesn't take COVID seriously. Like he's out playing volleyball. He's out teaching dance, dance lessons. Classes. Like He's out and about and doing his thing, and it's exceptionally troublesome because Kalani's mom, who they live with, has a heart condition. So she's vulnerable. Yeah, so she's vulnerable, and he's just not taking it seriously, and she's like, I can't track him. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Kalani's mom says that she thinks that he's irresponsible, and he doesn't care about anyone else but himself. Right, and so does Kalini, her sister. Yes, Kalini also says Because they both join um, in the chat. And then... um, um, what I think is um, super crazy is that um, 
the sniffing milk thing. Yes, the, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah, exactly right. So, like, he was saying, like, oh, Kalani doesn't listen to me. So why should I listen to her? And they were like, well, she's not listening to you about some crazy superstition that you have about sniffing milk. And so apparently, no, apparently <laughs> in Samoan culture, if you sniff milk, it's it means that it, it's, going it's going to go bad. It's going to go bad because of you sniffing because it. you sniffed it. Right. And Kalani doesn't abide the, by this like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle like <laughs> once you observe right. a molecule it, right. like you've altered its behavior yes, yes exactly yes, right exactly so um so he's like well because she doesn't listen to me about the superstition then I shouldn't have to listen to her about covid and I'm like but here's the difference covid's not a superstition Right. But I'm like, how much does he understand that? Because it didn't seem that he took the measles outbreak seriously. Right. Because that was going on during the show. Yeah. And he wanted wanted to go back. He still wanted to take his kids that were unvaccinated to Samoa. And terrible. They were having a measles outbreak. So it seems like he thinks viruses in general are superstition. (laughs) Yeah. Or something. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, so eventually they end up showing the It's a Woman's Job clip. Oh, my God. And where he starts saying that a woman's job in America is very easy. And they were mm-hmm. saying all women or just her. And sh- he says all women. All women. Because we have machines. We have, like, dishwashers, washing machines. And in Samoa, they don't have those things. And therefore, that makes American it- women are lazy. Sure. And and that's the thing is that Oh, f- Dave, I- do you want to hear something super funny? I'm I'm I got to be I'm not gonna, this is the first time that I will ever say this over the course of all the episodes you guys have done. <laughs> I'm actually right now almost sad that I don't watch the show. So, <laughs> it's so This good. is really funny. The first time they go to see their kids pediatrician, it's a female pe- pediatrician that came in and he goes, "Female doctor?" And she's like, Yes, there are female doctors. They exist. They exist. And he was like, like super put off by the fact that they had did a not female like doctor. Did not like that. Yeah, didn't like that at all. Um, so at one <laughs> female point. Female doctor? Or no, the therapist. <laughs> you mean white people? Yeah, he says white people. <laughs> like only white people see therapists. <laughs> Oh my I mean, god! So good. It percentage wise, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's like that's that's not wrong. He goes, white people. <laughs> She's like, we should go see a therapist. He's like, you mean like white people? <laughs> It's so good. And she's like, no, we'll get like a Samoan translator there for you. Um, And then he agrees to go. So, okay. So they show that clip and Kalani says that she's not shocked um, by everything that she saw. Oh, Kalini, I mean, isn't shocked by everything that she saw, but she's looking forward to the day that it all ends. And um, so then Sean is kind of just like, what do you mean by that? Do you think that they're going to like last? And Kalini is like, I think that they love each other, but I don't see a future for them. Yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, let's see. She is, oh, so the mom, her mom actually says that she believes the same. Yeah. That, that they will not make it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Past yeah. that. Yeah. Um, 
And then they kind of like go on asking about, you know, the whole like situation with like him saying that like women have easy jobs and all that yeah. stuff. And Asuelu tries to say that he wasn't thinking before he spoke and that he wasn't actually able to like say what he really meant by it because of his lack of English language. Right, and that's what I was just going to say. Like, in his defense, like, I think he has a really hard time articulating what Mm -hmm. he actually means. And I think a lot of the stuff that he's trying to communicate is taken completely the wrong way because he just doesn't know. Right. And Kalini even says that she thinks like she's like, that's fine. But you talk it out rather than just like calling people names and like having an issue. And Oswelu, as soon as she says that, is like, you're annoying and starts trying to take off. You're annoying as F. And starts trying to take off his mind. Yeah. And, and like, he starts leave. trying to leave. And yeah. Kalani is like, please stay. Yeah. So I know that's a, it, that it's um, confusing Kalani and Kalini, but Kalini is Kalani's sister. Yeah. So yeah. just so we're all aware, Kalani, Kalini. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Kalini, so Kalani tries to convince him to stay. And um, the sister says that it's, his sister says that it's a wife's job oh, to yeah. tell him what to do. So wait, back up. So then Azuelo's family joins yes. in the conversation and it's Tammy and it's his mother. Yes. And they ask Tammy, like, what are your thoughts on all of this? And Tammy says, well, it's a wife's, it's her, it, it, it's her that should be the one telling him what to do. And, and how hypocritical. Right. And then Colini's like, well, wait, because when Kalani was trying to say, we can only send so much money, you were telling Azuelu, don't listen to her. Right. Send as much as you can or as much as whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's your wife. She's She, ha- she should have nothing to do with it. So she's very yeah. It's all a very and she says let um, she says to let Kalani deal with it yeah. And the other part that was very weird in this entire segment was that so Oswelo's mom um, says that he can send money back, and Kalani's mom says that yeah that they even her and her husband also send money back to his family, but they get what they get and they should be happy with what they get. Right. So I think what we should remind our listeners of is that Kalani is actually from a Samoan family. Her dad dad is is 100% Samoan from the islands. He's an immigrant. He came here. And so her mom was saying, when we got married, we had these same conversations too. And we... We had to send back money. We still send back money. To this day. To this day. But her mom said, you can only send what you can send. Right. And you should be grateful for it. You shouldn't be asking for more than what these people are available to send. They have children. They have lives. They have things they have to pay for. So you can't expect them to send back everything they make and then just live off of scraps. So what's very different from for them as a couple is that actually, like, Kalani comes from a home where... Samoan culture was kind of ingrained, mm-hmm. even though it was very American in a lot of ways. But she still grew up knowing, okay, this is an expectation. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it's very different than a lot of the couples that we see as far as 
as far as that. So I think that's interesting. And it, I think it's interesting that her mom was even like, yes, they should send back money. But. Right. It, it But there are stipulations right. for how much you send and, exactly. and when you send it and everything. Like, right. she's not even saying my daughter shouldn't send money back. She's going, we agree. We mm-hmm. do the same thing. But you get what you get. And if you can, we can only afford to part with $100. We can only afford to part with $100. Right. If I have $20,000, I'll give you $20,000. But I fucking don't. Right, you right, know? right, right. So, um, uh, let's see. I'm sorry. I lost my notes. Mom's Weren't they the, the last couple? Nope. We still have Angela and Michael. And we also have Colt and Jessica. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. I'm sorry. We're like, we're going to go a little bit more over, but we're going to try and wrap it up really quickly. Is there so I'm like, just going to say, yes. this plaza closes at 11. Yes. yes. What time is it? It is currently 10.23. Yes. Should we? Do you we... need a minute? Like, do you need a bathroom run? Do you need a Yeah, whatever? I need just... all okay. of it. Let's do a quick bathroom run, and then we're going to wrap it up real quick, and then we'll be done. Okay. Sound I'm good? Just... I, I just because I also have to pee, so sorry. Yeah. I have to pee pee. Okay. Sorry. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, guys. Whew, I got to. All right. Let me know, and I'll be like, and we're back. And we're back. Now. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. So where did we leave off? We went right on Angela to and Michael. Angela and Michael. Um, why do I have so much stuff? Oh yeah, wait, I wasn't even done with Kalani and stuff. Because um Tammy still won't say how much she gives to her. Oh yeah. To her mom. And um Kalani or Kalini says to not worry about what he's doing then. And the mom apologizes to um, Asuelu and Kalani, and Tammy basically doesn't. They show the fight scene, and the mom, her, uh, Kalani's mom hadn't seen that before. And Asuelu says, I was very upset, period. He doesn't say anything after that. It's basically just like, I was very upset. And that his family wants them to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. So that was the end of that. Um, Angela and Michael. So she leaves because mom is sick. Mom passes. Um, she wishes that Michael could be with her. Mm-hmm. All that stuff, right? And Angela ends up crying during this because she just misses her mom. She like kind of walks away for a minute. Yeah. She misses her mom a lot. She comes back. She says that she had just thought about her, which I totally get. If that happened to me, I would be yeah. constantly on the verge Beside of tears. Myself. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and Michael says that um, her mom asked him to take care of her. And to make sure that she was safe and taken care of. Mm-hmm. And Angela says that sometimes she just needs her husband. Mm-hmm. And um, they also kind of touched down on how, like, the pandemic has affected their time together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Angela feels like, you know, it's going to be a while before they see each other again. And then even after the pandemic happens and it ends, it'll probably still be another year until they can get a spousal visa. Right. And that's pretty much... Where we leave Angela and Michael. Okay. So um, next couple. And then we have Colty and Jessica. Oh, yeah. 
So Colt says that he hasn't spoken to her since the breakup. And just says that he was basically a terrible boyfriend, which I completely agree with. He was Duh. a terrible boyfriend. Um, and he says that she wanted to change him, which I'm, and he was saying the thing that pissed me off about the entire time with Colt and Jessica was that he kept on calling her sweetheart. Oh yeah. And it was very condescending. So annoying. It was annoying. And you know, like, you know, the way that he was saying it, it was like, you're just trying to get a, like, get a rise out of this Mm -hmm, girl. mm -hmm. And he keeps trying to like pass blame. Mm -hmm. On to her. No, and he's like a classic gaslighter. Like, yes. oh, you did this, but I had to do this because you were doing this. Like, you're so crazy and like all this stuff. And it's like, no. Like, he's like, well, I wasn't getting enough affection for you. And that's why I had to go and seek it in other ways. And I'm like, no, that's gross. That's yeah. gross. Nope, you can't do That's that. That's gross. Debbie even says something, you know, she tries to, like, make some kind of comment, and Jessica tells her to shut up and that she's not talking to her, and Debbie's like, oh, I'm leaving then. I'm done with this, and she, like, gets up and leaves. So um, they asked her, like, did he break your heart? And Jessica mm-hmm. is like, yes. Yeah, he did. He did, and they actually play a clip where she goes, you know, I love him. I was mm-hmm. in love with him. And he did mm-hmm. all these things to like, basically, <laughs> she starts saying like, good morning. Here's my dick. Good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> here's my dick. Good evening. Here's my dick. You know, it's like he's constantly just sending well, dick pics. Yeah, to I girls. mean, come to find out he has been sending pictures of himself to women all through their relationship and Larissa chimes in and says yeah he was doing it when we were married too like it's not right he's been doing it the entire time she has proof that he's been doing this the entire time yeah and he tries to justify the pictures with her saying that they're done and that they're not like in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And Jess is like, I have proof that you've been doing it before you came to Brazil. Mm-hmm. So before they were done, they most definitely had this issue. Well, yeah. And like, and he, he says it's his way of trying to gain affection, which well, is so right. Gross. And that's what I was like, going to just talk GTFO. about is he's like, well, I wasn't getting enough affection. And I'm like, gross. You are gross. Like, you cannot expect that from every woman you're getting that they're going to, like, whatever. Right. I don't know. And this is where Larissa starts doing that. You have no morals, bitch. (laughs) You have no morals, bitch. (laughs) And I love Larissa. Like, every time I see Larissa, I love her more and more and more. I get just so happy every time I see her. I'm like. She's my spirit animal. And I'm just like, I just want (laughs) to. I'm. Yes. (laughs) Who's against the queen will will die. die. Uh, that the, will forever be part of my vocabulary. The best quote of all time. <laughs> Who is against the queen will die. She's like my favorite. She is so, the best. Um, he, he tries to justify it even more. So Angela actually says, oh, I wish I could get one of those dick pics. Ew, <laughs> gross. And then Colt's like, I'll send one to you, Angela. And, and I was just weird. like, the entire oh my thing is weird. God, that's so disgusting. First of all, Angela... 
You literally right. got Could mad at you your husband. Imagine if Michael was like, "Hey, I Larissa, send me a new a picture of your new boobs." I can't. It's just so ridiculous. It's so the entire stupid. thing is it's so ridiculous. So gross. It's so gross. I just hate it. So, um. He tries to justify him sending dick pics because he goes, I get approached by these women. They talk to me for X amount of time. They send me pictures. And it's so only, I have to return the favor. He says it's only polite. Yeah. To send pictures back. <laughs> Dave, while you're Dave dating is someone, throwing up over in the corner. While you're dating someone, <laughs> while you're married to someone, while you're whatever. Like, it's yeah. not, it's only polite. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, That's not even a thing, dude. It's disgusting. And um, so then finally they ask him straight up, like, because Larissa has always been saying, you know, like, you have you cheated on me with Vanessa mm-hmm. while we were together and everything. Mm-hmm. And so he says, they ask him straight up, were you with Vanessa? Have you ever been sexually like intimate mm-hmm. with Vanessa? Mm-hmm. And he says, no. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly he turns around and goes, okay, well, yeah. Well, but yeah, it was, I was. It was before and then yeah. after yeah. you and I were together, which I'm just like, dude. It wasn't during the time. No. But I was like, this is why she threw shoes at you. Like, because you are not honest. Like, and, yeah, you're just thing, a liar. Just be honest. Like, and if you were just honest, he does these women weird, wouldn't have the problem he that does they this have weird, with you. Like, you know, one eyebrow up and oh, like, God, it's so gross. you know, it's so he gross. just like it's talks so to you like this. It's so gross. And it's I like, it. dude, you just you're you are like the epitome of the worst. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, nobody mm-hmm, ever wants mm-hmm. to be with you again. Hopefully people see this shit and realize that they shouldn't be with him because he is a liar. But they everything he says is a liar. Honestly, I think he keeps getting in the snagging the women that he snags because of the show. Well, of course. And like he would have never snagged Jess if it wasn't for the show. Everything that he posts, I'm sure there are a million girls that are like, I'd get with you. And it's like, bro, like these girls wouldn't be with you if you weren't somewhat quote unquote famous you know you have your 15 minutes gross. of fame did you see him trying to work out like oh he is the most uncoordinated fool I've ever <laughs> seen in my life I love the way <laughs> I'm like it's just disgusting like just see how uncoordinated he is he's like trying to run through tires and he's about to trip through every freaking tire <laughs> he's running through and I'm like is that the man you want to Really? Is that the guy? Is that the man you want to be with? And then, so Debbie defends her son and says that Larissa destroyed their relationship because um, oh, she yeah. called Jess to badmouth Colt. Yes. She blames it all on Larissa. And it, I'm like, nope. She no. opened Jessica's eyes. That's yeah. what happened. And not only that, like, Larissa contacted Jess after you guys went to Brazil. Like, if anything... You were the one that destroyed that relationship by being like, hey, Vanessa's watching our cats. The proof is in the pudding. You can literally go back and watch the the episodes where she says, yes, I knew Mm -hmm. that that would cause an issue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Debbie... Mm -hmm. Get your life together, girl, because in reality, you're more concerned about what your 
what your son is doing and who he's fucking than actually so trying to make anything out of these it's relationships. So gross. It's so gross. And like, and here's the thing, like, I totally understand, like, wanting to look out for your son and like all of that. But like, you are way, way too involved. Absolutely. And that bullshit. Like, you need... In all of his relationships. Like, Cole is right. Like, Cole was right when he sat down across from you and was like, I need you to back off. Like, mm-hmm. you need to back off. And she off. really does. And she's just not. And, like, the fact that she was even defending him makes me go, like, how are you okay with your son, like, being in a relationship but sending dick pics... Right. To other women and then being like, oh, he has no right. wrongdoing there. Like, if I was sending right. photos of myself in any capacity to a whole bunch of dudes, my boyfriend would not be cool with that. Like, come But on. at the same time, you can recognize the wrongs in other people's relationships. Absolutely. When you're sitting in the tell-all, sure. you can realize what is wrong with another couple's sure. relationship. Sure, and Debbie had a lot to so say about I other know, people's Right, exactly. So it's like, Debbie, you're not that dense. You are not that dense. You're just manipulative and you're crazy. Right. And you think that your your son is like the end all be all to me. And it's so Blech. terrifying. Blech. I hate that. Blech. Um so my last note that I have for them is he is a liar for sure. Oh yeah, and eyebrows. All eyebrows. I just I don't understand. Like when he kept calling her sweetheart, I just wanted to be like, how condescending and, and weird dickish. and gross and, and gross. just like why why even say that like yeah awful just don't be a terrible person no and but he pretty but much that's are. the thing is he is a terrible person and mm-hmm. there is no coming back from that it's like we watch the show because they are trash and there's no coming back from that hot fire of a dumpster mess <laughs> Because he's in it, and and that's why we watch it, and that's why why we will continue to watch it. I mean, I really hope TLC does the right thing and and puts the kibosh on him because his storyline is so so old and and it's so stupid, and I'm done with it. Now, if you wanna if you wanna highlight Jess's new relationship, sure, I'm about it. Um, I'm done with Larissa even at this point. Like I, yeah, I feel like I love her, but I feel like it's been worked out. It's done. Like I'm done with it. She's in a good relationship. Yeah, She's happy. They've been together for a while. It's they fine. seem like they're having a great time. Right. And like, any whatever. kind of any kind of um drama there is gonna feel very contrived and and not genuine. And so I'm over it. So, like, I'm over Larissa. I'm over Andre and Libby. Like, let's get some fresh meat in here. The one thing I do want to say about Larissa that I did find out via, like, social media and stuff is that she was visited by ICE. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I did see that, too. Yeah. No. But then they released her, like, almost They released her, and she has, like, a, a from what I understand, she has, like, a pending... Um, a situation with them, and I'm not sure if that's legitimate or not. I haven't really looked into it. I don't it know. Too much. I don't know if it's still pending. From what I understood is that she was released and she was done with it. Okay, because she is actually married 
and she has been married to an American. Sure. So I I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know either, but I, I will say wrong, that I But just... I did see that she was um collected by ICE. One yeah, night. which is like insane. <laughs> which like, is okay. so insane. Why? So insane. But and then her friend, um her her one friend that was like don't mm-hmm. get back together with yeah. Eric. What was her name? I can't remember. Anyways, Nat- Natalia. Nope. No. Nata- nope. No, she was from Brazil though. She too. was from Brazil too. And um, she hasn't been collected by us. And she was like, I have my friend Larissa out. Like, they're still friends. And she was the one that was like, she posted I have, on her Instagram. Yeah. And stuff. She was mm-hmm. like, I have my friend back and like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about her. Whatever. So who knows? We'll see. So Interesting that shit. That about wraps up this I think um this episode. just real quick, I wanna um I think next Friday, Dave, we should do American Murder. It's only an hour long documentary. Really and it's about Shanann Watts. Okay. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. Uh, you have to. Okay, we'll watch the Netflix. Okay. Net- Netflix, not Hulu, Netflix. So, because there is one on Hulu, you can watch that one as well, just for like extra. I like, I think that's what bonus we, material. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's right. do that for next week. Okay. Um, it's only an hour long. So, just as a quick reminder to our listeners, um, Lindsay and I have decided that we were going to take on a two-hour episode, even though we've been doing two-hour episodes anyway. But right. we're going to do a two-hour segment where um, we start off with our normal. Um, like reality and trending TV shows. And then we're going to do a segment every other week about documentaries that are trending um, that we mm-hmm. deem interesting. Mm-hmm. And we will let you know every week ahead of time so you can watch it and then listen, listen along with us as we talk about it. And so uh, just again, the episode we're going to do for next week is American Murder. Murder. The Chris Watts story. Actually, actually, I think it's called the Shanann. No, Watts? I, no, I think it's American Murder. The family next the family door. next door, and it's about the Chris Watts. Yeah, it's about story. Chris Watts and Shanann Watts. So watch it. Come back next week. We'll talk about it because it's very interesting. It's, it's so a really good perspective. Good. Um, and it's then so good. Bonus material if you want to watch uh, the Hulu documentary is also on there too. Just look up the Chris Watts Hulu documentary. And it was also on Dateline. It was so. also on Dateline. So just watch whatever you want to watch and then <laughs> no, come back. <laughs> no, don't watch whatever you want to watch. watch. Just watch all of us. Watch what we're freaking watching. Okay, watch American what we're Murder. watching. Come back and talk to us. And thank you so much for having another episode with us. We love yes. you guys so much. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.